Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. Welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast. Today's episode is episode 61. So if you head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash 061, you'll get all the show notes. Now, today's show, we welcome to the Australian Seller family, Liz Cassidy, who runs an Amazon prep service here in Australia called fbaprepaustralia.com.au. Previously, Liz was actually a six-figure-a-year, possibly even seven, I think she mentioned, uh, selling on Amazon and these days, though, she helps local international sellers fulfill their orders uh, domestically as well as receive, bundle, and prep them so that uh, people's products, sellers' products, are ready to ship into Amazon uh, into the FBA warehouses here. Now, Liz and I met at Retail Global last week for the very first time, and uh, after a bit of a chat at her booth, I knew straight away I had to get her on the show. And uh, so I guess you're asking why. Well, the answer is pretty straightforward. Liz has coalface insights into the top performing categories on Amazon Australia, which she shares with us today. She's also witnessed firsthand how many sellers get themselves into all sorts of trouble trying to import and indeed sell on Amazon Australia. Uh, and she's also seeing Amazon Australia grow rapidly as her customers continually increase the size of their shipments into the FBA warehouses here. So she definitely knows what's going on. And I guess the other thing that's happening as well today is that Amazon has just started to try and launch uh, Amazon advertising or PPC-sponsored advertising on Amazon Australia's local Australian domestic marketplace within Seller Central. So that's super exciting for all of us. I would strongly recommend that as soon as it's properly enabled, jump on it. Because from my experience, going way back, I was actually advertising on Google AdWords way back in 2002. And I remember the click cost back then when Amazon, sorry, when Google AdWords first launched was like five to six cents a click. You know, obviously today, depending on the category, it's going to cost a lot more than that. But, um, you know, when, when these new advertising platforms spring up, whether it's Google, whether it's Facebook, uh, whether it's Instagram and now indeed Amazon Australia, um, the click costs are ridiculously cheap before everybody piles in. So now uh, if you need some private coaching, if you'd like to book a time with me to have a chat privately and confidentially about your Amazon business, either strategically or even just you know running some product ideas past me, which I'm doing a lot more these days. So feel free to drop me a line over at chris at christhomas.com.au or you can book me directly for an hour or so over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash chris. Now, we've got the India trip coming up in October. You should definitely join me there for a week's sourcing over at the Delhi Fair. The dates are uh, now locked in between the 14th of October and the 20th. Five-star hotels, meals provided, 3,000 exhibitors. You'd be crazy to miss it. So, uh, yeah, get in touch with me or, in fact, join the Australian Seller family over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash Facebook. But uh, let's get on with today's show. So, as always, uh, indulge me with a few seconds of a little bit of music from some of my favourite bands of all time. And today we're going to hear from The White Stripes and The Elephant Album. And welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast. Today is episode 61, and I am delighted to welcome Liz Cassidy from FBA Prep Australia to the show. Liz, welcome aboard. Tell us your background. What got you into selling, or certainly into e-commerce, Amazon and prepping? 
Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. Um, so my background on the story is the usual um, varied one that people who are in e-commerce have. Um, there's no typical e-commerce person. There's no typical prep person. Uh, my background way back is I have and had an executive coaching business and signed up through some means with an American business guru who told me that if I wanted to really take off with my executive coaching business, then I needed an Amazon best-selling book. So <laughs> I didn't know what an Amazon best-selling book was, but I went out and wrote one and created one and was top of the niche for a year, mm. which is pretty unusual. Um, most people who do Amazon best-selling books get there for an hour, mm -hmm. take a screenshot and claim the title. Um, but doing that, I got on to email lists for anybody who was doing anything with teaching and selling on e-commerce and specifically selling on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I didn't know you could actually buy product on Amazon or even sell product on Amazon. I thought it was just about books. Mm -hmm. And I got onto an email list of someone who was promoting a new course. This was 2013. Mm -hmm. And it was the ASM1 course, which a lot of people got into. Mm. Signed up with that and hiccuped my way along for a number of years until I hit the seven figures. Wow. Um, did not do it fast. Did everything wrong. Chose all the wrong products. Made all the mistakes. Um, but expanded into Europe. And then by three years ago, there was a rumor here in Australia that Amazon was coming to Australia. And I'd already used a number of prep centers in the UK and in the USA and really was not happy with any of them. Mm -hmm. The communication wasn't great. The response times weren't great. Just the, the, the lack of understanding and the needs of the customer, i.e. the seller. Um, so when the rumor started, I, I said to my husband, Amazon's coming to Australia. I know Amazon, you know, logistics. We have to have a prep center here. And that was the strategic planning meeting. Uh, I went, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's, that's very typical of the two of us. Um, I then spent a year on an aeroplane going to just about every Amazon conference uh, in the US, meeting with people, networking, uh, and saying, hey, did you know Amazon's coming to Australia? Did you know we're going to be the prep center? So, And that was great. Got to meet a lot of people, got to put the idea in front of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, so then 18 months ago, 20 months ago, when Amazon started, so did we. And it's been growing ever since. We've got product coming in from the US, Europe and China into Australia, yeah. uh, also from New Zealand. We've also got product going out from Australia into Europe and into the US. That's all. Um, going, th going through our prep center. So there's product going both ways. That's great. Which is Fantastic. Yeah, Absolutely. Dive into a little bit more on this. <laughs> so, yeah. well, with Amazon Australia, obviously, you know, you were kind of first to pick it and you're at the coalface of shipping products into Amazon's Australian FBA centers. So, it sounds to me like what you've just said, it's actually growing. Would that be accurate? Oh, very much so. Um, so, a number of people assumed that because it's Amazon, it's going to be huge from day one. That, that's not how, not how Amazon grows, they grow organically. Uh, so they're 18, 20 months into a long-term plan. And if you go onto Google Images and do a search for exponential growth curve, mm -hmm. you'll see that it stay, it's growth versus time. 
mm-hmm. an exponential growth curve stays flat for quite a long time and then suddenly takes off. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the American Amazon sales figures over time, you'll see they follow the exponential growth curve, but they're well up the curve. Australia, we're still on the flat, slightly slope. Yep. So we're seeing growth month on month. Uh, even with my own products, I'm seeing growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but will I get rich this week on Amazon Australia? Absolutely no way. This is very much a long game. So um, are many of your clients actually, do you think that they're in it for the long game or are people just dropping products in and experimenting and testing? There's a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting some who are getting consistent reorders and each reorder is bigger. Mm. Um, there's some who are putting product in and they've put no thought into the marketplace. Mm. Um, so I think they're just experimenting. Sure. Um, but this is a market. It's not the US. It's not Europe. It's a different market. It's different needs. Mm. Uh, it's, it, it, it doesn't speak American. Uh, it's very much speaks Australian. Um, so I think if you do your research on what the popular products here are, then very much you're going to be in a growing business. So, well, let's talk about those popular products. I mean, what categories seem to be the most popular? What sort of products and, well, not so much what the products are, but certainly the categories of products that seem to you, that you're shipping the most into Amazon Australia? Okay. Absolutely. Number one, consumable groceries. Mm. Then you've got your reorders month on, month on. Mm. Um, number two would be the kitchen items. Yep. Uh, and I'm not talking silicon spatulas. Again, think consumable. Right. In the kitchen. Yep. Um, number three would be toys and games. Mm-hmm. And then number number four would be beauty. But the products that are doing well here in beauty have already got a brand name. Okay. So in the, in the US, Amazon.com, anybody can launch a beauty brand so long as they've got the right product. You know, way back it was vitamin C serum and yeah. so on. Um, you wouldn't launch a no a no name or unknown vitamin C serum or unknown product in Australia and expect it to take off. Okay. But if you've already got a brand, you've got YouTube vloggers, you've got bloggers, and you've got an international client base, then your beauty product will be bought here because people here are already looking They're for already it. They're aware of it, yeah. So who who make up the bulk of your clients? And are they mostly international sellers or domestic FBA, Amazon sellers? Our larger customers are the international sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, been adopted by a training group here in Australia. Right. Um, so all of the members of that group are using us. They are all new and some of them are selling in Australia and some are selling into America. Mm-hmm. So the smaller sellers tend to be Australian. The larger sellers tend to be international. Right. And when you say international, uh, are we, have we got American FBAs who potentially... Amer- American, UK, yeah. um, uh, European. I assume the Chinese as well, maybe? We haven't got any Chinese customers. Wow. I wonder how they're doing it. Interesting. So, well, apart from the fact that we've got the Amazon Australia marketplace... When you say Australian sellers are actually, you're, you're prepping for Australian sellers who are selling on other marketplaces. So yes. what does that look like? You, are people selling Australian or shipping Australian products to your warehouse and having them prep for on-shipment to other marketplaces? Yes. yes. That's really interesting. Um, and you remember what I said about my experience with American and European prep centres. Yep. Uh, it, it is very true. Other sellers have experienced that and they've said, will you do our prep for us? 
uh, and then on ship direct into Amazon, and we do. Mm. So we ship from our prep center direct into Amazon warehouses in the USA. That's interesting. I'll have to talk to you about that off air. For international FBA sellers then, then what's, the, what's the go here, setting up on Amazon Australia so that they can actually sell here? What's the sort of process um, that you would recommend? Very, very simple and very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to sellercentral.amazon.com.au mm-hmm. and create an account just the way you did in America, Canada, um, UK. You just create your account. But it's sellercentral.amazon.com.au. Mm-hmm. So Australian d- domain names end with a .au. That's right. Now, by law, and I'm smiling as I say this. Yes, yes. To do business in Australia, you should have an Australian business number, mm-hmm. which is a certain number of digits. And when you set up your Amazon account, there is a space for you to put in your Australian business number. Mm-hmm. Um, that's by law. Uh, I have not seen Amazon um, enforce enforce that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your business, your choice. Yep. Then uh, you get yourself an international bank account. Uh, that would be with somebody like OFX. Transferwise, world first pioneer. Yep. And get yourself set up with an Australian bank through them. Got it. Uh, and then you set up your first shipment, set up your first listing, convert it to FBA, mm-hmm. and set up a dummy shipping plan. And that's it. You're in business. That's so easy. <laughs> it's, it is super easy. It is a very simple model to do business with, much more simple than Europe uh, and much more simple than the US. Absolutely. So if I was at a seasoned international Amazon seller looking at the Australian market, what advice would you give them after I've set up my Amazon account in terms of sending inventory? uh, Really, really look at Australia and the things that are important to people here. So products that are Increasing in popular popularity here have an environmental sustainability component. Mm-hmm. We are quite caring for the environment. Uh, that's that's coming through big time. Mm-hmm. Have a look on our retail stores about what the best selling products are. Uh, I know you'll probably put out the website address later on, but I've put an FAQ frequently asked questions page on our website, mm-hmm. and I've listed our top retail stores on there with hyperlinks to their sites. So you can really get a sense of what sells here and how it's priced in Australian dollars. So I'd say do your research. Mm -hmm. And if one or two or three or more of your products match what Australians are buying, then on your next production order, carve off a carton and send it to us. Just a carton? Just a carton. Don't send a container. Send a carton because mm-hmm. you want to test the market. Mm-hmm. So is that a mistake that you see sellers make? They potentially sometimes ship far too much inventory in? Yes. Ah, let's talk about that. Yes. Um, they invest huge dollars in a baby market. Remember, it is 18 months old. Mm. It is a very much a baby market. Um, a container would be ridiculous sending that to Australia right now if you're just selling on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Yeah, so I guess the advice here for international sellers is just be very, very cautious and just send very, very small amounts. Just to start very small, yeah, start small. Um, then, 
then be be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I think that's it. That sounds like a good plan. I, I remember someone once telling me that you fire bullets before you load up on the cannon. So maybe maybe that's the approach there with a carton or two at a time. Exactly. That way you can't go broke waiting for things to sell because you're going to get do, charged for it. But do your research, do, do your research up front. Yeah. I, I have seen products come through our prep center that there is no way they will sell in Australia. Yeah. And I've looked at them and gone, what were they thinking? Wow. Um, but we're not we're not in the business of teaching people what to sell. No, of course not. We're in the business of taking what they've sent us and making it as easy as possible for them to sell it. Mm. Um, but that's why I'm saying to people up front, do do your due diligence first on the market. Mm-hmm. Now, Amazon Australia, as we all know, is still as you know we talked about it. The fact that it is a much smaller marketplace than other Amazon marketplaces globally. So, are there any other marketplaces that international sellers who are thinking of selling here in Australia should consider so that they can get a bit more reach? Yeah, absolutely. And certainly the American, your American subscribers will be shocked by this. eBay.com.au. It's much bigger than Amazon still. It won't be for much longer, but it is right now. Um, So if you're going to send stock to Australia, open an eBay.com.au account and get your product listed there. Uh, And we're we're very happy to fulfill the orders that come through. Equally, catch, C-A-T-C-H, catch.com.au. Uh, get your product listed there. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, Groupon. So Br- Groupon has a marketplace as well as just its deals. It takes about six months to be accepted into Groupon in Australia, mm-hmm. but get listed there. Uh, equally, Kogan, which is known as a, a brown box kind of website, uh, get listed there. They have a marketplace, but they are very... Um, picky about who they will accept. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. So, um, be protect. Be prepared for uh, applying for that one a few <laughs> times. But I'd say if you're going to invest a capital in sending your product to this side of the planet, uh, take a multi-channel approach and list on as many marketplaces as you can. Sounds good. And Kogan, by the way, folks, is spelt with a K for those international sellers that aren't aware of Kogan. I'm sure you're not. So that's K-O-G-A-N. .com.au was actually named after Rosalind Kogan, wasn't it, who is the founder? Yes. I think he is Russian or his yeah. parents were Russian. And he started off basically as a private label. I mean, I'm being probably a little bit simplistic, but he was kind of doing private label electronics, wasn't he, like TVs and things like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah he does. was importing yeah. container loads of TVs, um, branding them with his mm. brand, uh, selling them out of a warehouse. Yep. Amazing. So an incredible story. Now ASX-listed company. So so the big four there, just to recap, we've got ebay.com.au, catch.com.au, groupon.com.au, and kogan.com.au. So one of the questions I was going to ask was how much stock should we send to FBA? Um, I think we've kind of answered that already. So crystal ball gazing then, what's the future look like for Amazon Australia in your view? You mentioned before the exponential growth curve, the hockey stick. By what you're saying so far, it sounds like things are definitely picking up there. Yes. So Amazon have and Australia have a big focus on building their Prime membership. And they launched with a wonderful TV campaign uh, 18 months ago. They took a break from TV and I've noticed that they're they are now advertising on TV back. again in the run-up mm. to Prime Day. Uh, so I can see them. When you know how this business works, you, you can see the strategy behind mm. what they're doing. They are everywhere right now uh, with these uh, ad- adverts trying to get Prime yeah. members. So obviously as Prime membership grows, 
Um, it, it's like a flywheel. As Prime membership grows, uh, more sellers come on, more products come in, more Prime members. And so the flywheel turns. The flywheel is turning slowly at the moment, but I can see it turning and it's speeding up. That's cool. I love the ads actually because they're, these TV ads that you're referring to is this sort of easy as, which is a very Australian term with the A to Z yeah. sort of part of the Amazon thing. That's quite a nice little set of phrase there Indeed. from Amazon Australia. Um, and they are all super funny. They are. If, if your subscribers want to pop onto uh, YouTube mm. and do a search for Amazon Australia adverts, they're a real giggle. <laughs> they sure are. Awesome. And, and what about other advice then for anybody looking to sell on Amazon Australia? Let me just say that the advice that I'm giving people at the moment is it's a really good time to get set up and get some reviews with, with a yes. long-term view, perhaps down the next two to five years. Um, yes. Is that something that you'd agree with or do you want to? Absolutely. Get in, get positioned. It's very easy to get on page one with a good quality product in mm-hmm. Australia. Um, and just have FBA, just be prime eligible. Right? Yes. <laughs> There's not many. I'm still seeing very, very few offers that are people who are actually bothering to ship their items into FBA. They're just, most of them are merchant fulfilled. So there's a huge advantage there for. We, we had um, a number of very large drop shippers when Amazon Australia launched. Mm. And there was one that I noticed had 10 million SKUs. What? Uh, drop shipping out of the at the weekend talking to some of the Amazon guys and they're weeding out those drop shippers um, now that they have more FBA sellers. Interesting. Yes. Mm. Um, so that, like that that one seller with 10 million SKUs, it was incredible looking through their list. They must have very, very good software. Yeah. So the advice is very much study the market, mm-hmm. um, small quantities to start with, Go multi-channel yes. into the market mm-hmm. and set up your product listing as an FBA listing and set up a dummy shipping plan before you ship your product to Australia. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that, and that's a short-term thing, not a long-term thing, mm-hmm. is that Amazon Australia has an incredible hazmat bot. Right. And we are seeing silicon products listed as haz- hazmat. What? Um, but they're already in our prep center. So I'd say get the dummy shipping plan set up before you invest in sending the product here so that you can clear hazmat um, and and know that your your capital is going to be used as soon as you get it here. So Sorry, Liz, just to interrupt. So you're saying that people are sending you inventory before they've even created a listing and made sure that it's not, you know, <laughs> going get, to get tripped up by hazmat blockage. Yes, so there has been a thinking, which we are trying to educate people out of, that I sell in the USA. Australia is like the USA, so I'll just sell here. Mm-hmm. Um, and because your product sells in the USA and there's no no hassles, this is a different company. It's a different organization. It's different software. Get the listing set up before you invest in the product. Yeah, it's in fact it's different regulations and a different government altogether and a different departments and yeah. Every, everything is different. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, interesting. All right. Um gosh, it sounds like we've covered quite a bit here. Are there any other questions that I probably should have asked that didn't? Um I'd say pop over I mentioned it before, but pop over to our website and go to the FAQ page. Mm-hmm. Almost every question on the FAQ page is where one of our existing customers has had a problem. Right. 
and we've spent hours, days, and sometimes weeks solving that problem. Mm-hmm. So our FAQs are about helping your subscribers avoid those problems. Awesome. <laughs> so I, I had someone who said they wanted to send flick knives. I said, well, mm. yeah, it might be survival gear in the US. It's actually a weapon here. Yeah, that's not going to last long. You won't even get it through customs. Yeah. That, that's, um, that's crazy. And please don't put us as the receiver. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need that hassle. I was going to say, so for international sellers that are looking to import their goods into Australia, you don't act as an importer of record, do you, for customs? Yeah. We are not a consignee no. and we're not the importer of record. No. We are the receiver. Well, let's just touch on that then. So uh, freight forwarders, I'm assuming, um, can can handle well, a lot of this stuff, provided they know what's in the shipment. Or, or yes. do, does an international seller? Well, if, you're, if you're only sending one carton and it's a small quantity, yep. send a DHL airmail door to door. That will get you started and it will keep things very clean and very simple. Mm. Uh, once you start sending the larger quantities, send them by sea shipment. And again, we've got a freight forwarder who knows us and knows what we're doing listed on the website. Right. So you can get in touch with them again before you set up the shipment. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, good, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it sounds like you've got all the connections there, both inbound into Australia and also outbound over to yes, various marketplaces well, as well, yeah? We're trying to make it easy for people to get started by by taking away all those hassles. Great. Um, so if your products are already in Australia and you need a photographer, okay, we've got one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're new to selling and you need a um, someone to do your sampling in China, yeah, we've got one. If you need a freight forward and forwarder mm-hmm. in Australia, yeah, we've got one. Awesome. That sounds really good. So in terms of um, FBA Prep Australia, what other sort of services? Well, you've kind of mentioned most of them there. Um, are there any other services that you guys offer? Well, we, we do. There are two parts to the business. The first is the FBA Prep inspection, bundling, um, and so mm-hmm. on. Um, so we do a lot of bundling. Um, but then there's the other side where we do your order fulfillment, your 3PL for the other channels that you're with. Yeah. Um, so there are two discrete sides to the business. Yeah. Um, and we, we strongly advise people if they're going to invest in capital and send product mm-hmm. here, um, go as wide as you can in terms of the channels you yeah. use. Big reach. Super important. Yes. Um, yes. that's brilliant. Liz, I reckon I've got through all the questions that I had down on my sheet here my running sheet so how can we get in touch with you uh go to our website mm-hmm. which is www.fba for fulfillment by amazon fba yep. prep p-r-e-p mm-hmm. australia mate.com.au sounds fantastic um by the way don't put the mate on the end that was just me being silly um okay so <laughs> So, <laughs> Shall we try that again with our, with my best Irish Australian? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, It just sounded fantastic, Lisa. I just I wanted to um, put a badge on you right there. It would make, make me an honorary yeah, Australian. I've, I've read about that badge. Yeah, I've got I've got I've got that. Fantastic! Congratulations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, all these, all, these, um, all these links and everything else are going to be in the show notes. I'm going to have links to eBay and Catch and Groupon and Kogan and fbaprepaustralia.com.au and, um, and anything else that I can think of from today's conversation. Liz, a huge thanks to you for coming on the show. I know that you're a bit sick and been drinking hot cups of echinacea tea or whatever you're drinking over there and just try to, try to keep going here, so I'm grateful. No problem. Chris, mm, one last thing, if it's okay yeah, with away. you. Um, when people reach out to us through the website and they can send an email or use the contact us form, 
if they mention that they find us through the Australian Seller Podcast, mm-hmm. we can do something very nice for them in terms of pricing. Oh, Liz, that's so special. Thank you so much. I Ooh, love this show. I love doing this show. There's an e-commerce hug. <laughs> that's great. All right, Liz, thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Chris. Lovely talking to you. Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening. 